Yo, what up? This is the Right Now's Podcast, your boy, Dane. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Haywood. Hey, 55 in this thing. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, boy, Dottie. your boy, Reese. Let's get it. Now. What's up, y'all? It's Jeremy. Back, man. Episode 55. Got some heat for y'all tonight, man. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, man. Before we get started, though, man, how everybody doing, man? How y'all living? How y'all feeling? Start with, I'll start with Jeremy. Let's start with Jeremy, first. Man, I'm doing all right, man. But uh, so I got a little story, man. So I had a little prick in my neck. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go get me a massage. So I went over to the massage heights. So I'm just sitting there waiting in the lobby, waiting for my therapist, uh, my masseuse to come up there. So somebody walks through a door. It's this big lady and she got one of them, <laughs> them blind walking canes. And all I hear is tip, 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 tip. I was like, I was like, nah, that's not my masseuse or whatever. And then she goes up to the front desk and and, and the, the lady's like, yeah, there's your client, Jeremy. Bro, I looked at the, I looked at the lady, I said, just like this. <laughs> she, she, she started laughing. I was like, man, what do I do? I was like, you know, she got, she's trying to earn a living. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, I'm gonna just go ahead and go in there. I was like, man, I don't know. You know, she's gonna be working on my neck and hit my hip or something, but I'm gonna just go with it. So I uh, got them hands, bro. You never know. Man, I went in there and uh the first couple minutes I was like, dog, this is straight up trash. And then I gave her a couple more minutes and that shit was fire, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was fire, bro. I tipped her so well too. I was like, man, she did her thing. <laughs> got a front of that bone on you. <laughs> <laughs> Discriminating against the handicap. Y'all know this boy discriminating against the handicap right here. Nah, nah. I, I bet you some people would have been like, nah, I'm good. I, I need somebody else. Can't, you can't work on me. <laughs> you said she walked in with a cane, right? She walked in with a cane, dog. Hey, all this. All this. I said, oh, shit. All that strength from her legs went to her arms. That's why she went hard on your back. That was a good massage, dog. I am not fucking with y'all on this. <laughs> Fuck that. Hey, Chad, how you doing, man? How you doing, man? You got your got your pop-up coming up, bro. Yeah, man. Pop-up too, man. Mag- doing magnificent, man. Got a pop-up coming up, you know what I'm saying, on Saturday. Lady Bird Park. Gonna have some fun, man. Ain't nothing major. Just trying to get people together, try to get these boys <laughs> get their minds right. But, yeah, man, things going great for me, man. Got a closing day for the crib, man. I'm just... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, hey. God, God doing this thing, man. 2020, hoorah. I don't give a fuck about Biden or Trump. <laughs> I just don't want Trump that no more. Congratulations <laughs> on that, bro. Congratulations yeah. on that, bro. No. 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 How about you, Haywood? How you doing, man? Man, I can't complain, dog. We just uh, in, the thick of, in the thick of a, uh, my first week. Uh, I had put it on here, but I had caught the rumor. <laughs> And uh, was out for two weeks of life. And so this is my first week back at work. I feel like I had lost like all my momentum, you know, of what I had. So I had to pick back up. 
and then dealing with this uh this uh election and and the pills that I had to swallow this week, which we're gonna talk about, hasn't been the easiest thing, man. Because this week you have to like accept that this American dream is is I'm not saying it's not for you, but it's just there's some pills that had to be swallowed this week, at least for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like I didn't know, but it like really like solidified. All right, cool. That this is what I'm this is where I live. This is the reality. You know what I'm saying? And uh that hasn't been the easiest. Uh because I got a daughter and I got to raise a baby here and I got loved ones who are going through this too. And I really feel this shit about to get even more real. And we're going to talk about this. Like there's about to be a counter wave, even if we win this election. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm just kind of like mentally preparing for this shit. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think I had the same sentiments as you. I'm probably not as down, I guess, about the results. I am shocked. I'm not going to lie. The election's a lot closer than uh, what it's been. I'm not going to lie, Tuesday night, man, that was, whew, that was tough to go to bed on that. But bro, Tuesday, I, was, I went to bed like early, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I went to bed great. I didn't watch Netflix. I, was, no, I didn't sleep. Not again. <laughs> uh, I said, baby, you okay? She's like, I didn't sleep at all last night. I said, well, I slept just fine. Told you not to watch the goddamn TV. Turn that shit off, go to sleep, watch it in the morning. Yeah, and it looks like the, it looks like the tide is turning though, uh, too at the same time. But I definitely echo your sentiments, man. It's like, how do you navigate it? Uh, you know, during this time, and then on top of that, how do you raise your kids with it? And how can you not think that you know, as African Americans, you don't have any power? You just feel like you don't have any power whatsoever, just based off of what's going on in the country. But we'll get it. We'll get into that. Uh, down the line in the episode, man. Uh, let's get started, man. What's up, man? You got the tip of the week, bro. You ready? Yeah, man. Shit yeah. better be good. You I'm said what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with man, whatever. Well, I know that we're currently dealing, you know, with the outcome of an election. So I just want to give some tips on, you know, how to survive election uncertainty. Uh, you know, first off, you want to recharge and recenter. You know, oh, yeah. can you take say a that break. What's up? You said it one more time, Jeremy. What is this on? You said what? It's on relationship tips. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> How to survive a election uncertainty? Oh, How I to think deal with the outcome of the election. Oh, oh, that's good. All right, I'm listening up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Nah, my bad. They only speaking a lot. Uh, nah. But first off, you know, recharge or recenter. You know, take a break from you know the news or social media. Uh, me and myself, you know, I had the news on you know twenty four seven and. It got to a point where I was like, man, I can't, I can't do this no more. So I had to take a break, had to turn the news off. I'm not on social media, so I ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely get away from that type of stuff. Uh, you know, during this time, you might have some built up stress. You know, so the best way to relieve that is to to go work out, exercise. So you know, go for a walk. You can do yoga. Uh, go to the gym. Uh, if you don't exercise, start exercising. Get your butt up. Uh, but make sure whenever you do do these things, the social distance, we know that COVID is alive and rampant out in the streets and, and wear a mask. Um, also, you can do meditation, uh, which will help with, you know, with anxiety. Uh, me personally, I don't do meditation. I know that Haywood and, and, uh, and Dame, they're into meditation. Um, you know, during times like this, you know, alcohol, uh, people turn to alcohol because of depression. Uh, you know, just make sure you drink responsibly. Uh, you know, 
the more you drink, you know, the more negative emotions you'll have, such as, you know, anxiety, anger, uh, even more depression. And uh, speaking like of, of emotions, you know, your emotions are probably riding high right now. So, uh, so make sure you have a space to, to process those emotions, you know, whether it be like, you know, disappointment, grief, frustration, or anger. Uh, I know myself on Tuesday night, you know, I was pretty depressed and disappointed because uh, I, I, I thought I knew what the outcome was going to be. And I was a little nervous about that. Uh, but, you know, also have, you know, practice, you know, positive energy, you know, have uplifting thoughts, you know, that strengthen the positive neural connections. So these are just a couple of, of, of tips just to, to deal with a time like this during an election, especially when we don't know uh, what the, uh, I, I'm pretty sure we know by now who's going to be the, our president, but these are just a couple of tips. What's up, man? No, I echo your sentiments 100%, bro. You definitely got to find a different space during this time right now. And don't be like me, because I've been on the news 24-7 from the time I get up to the time I go back to sleep, bro. It's ridiculous, but yeah, that's how I was. Just addicted to it, man. But we're going to see a brighter day, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change. The tide is going to turn, and this will be over pretty soon. So everybody hold your head. Man, dogs, man. Why y'all sound so sad, man? I ain't sad now. Shit, I'm happy. Damn, I told you, I don't know what's going on, man. Y'all got to get out of the hell y'all in, bro. Like, seriously, y'all be sounding so sad, bro. Like, for real. We got to be, be better. We sound... <laughs> let's uh, let's get into our trending topics, man. Like, hey, we popped off for a second. You might have to get back in, but... Good news, everyone. Let's get right into the news. Trending topics. Let's pop it off, man. He the media man. <laughs> Looks like uh, Dr. Dre's wife, man. She's calling three of his mistresses into the courtroom, man, to testify against Dr. Dre, or at least you know, try to get some information out of it. What do y'all think about that, man? So my whole thing is, what's the, what's the point, though? If, if he has three mistresses, what, she, she deserves more money? I mean, I don't understand. Yeah, basically what she's saying, I guess. Man, I don't know. I for me, says she want her chips. Man, she she is she getting chips, dip, she getting everything. I don't know what she's <laughs> complaining about. Did she help him get that money? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. They, she signed the prenup. He, she knew what the game was, man. She knew what it was. She know she was getting involved with. She knew what it was. <laughs> hey, what well, we were talking man. about? We were talking about uh, Dr. Dre's. Uh, uh, soon to be ex-wife, she's calling three mistresses to the courtroom, uh, having them subpoenaed to come in and testify against Dre. It don't matter, dog. You sign that prenup, sign that prenup, baby. It don't matter. It don't matter, baby. You have ten of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and, and unless unless that's written in the prenup, which I don't think it is, um, it's definitely written into marriage infidelity contract, but. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe it is. And don't let me say speak too soon, but I don't think, I don't know if he would be fucking up the bag like that. I don't know what y'all think. I, I can't see him putting that in the prenup. I, I can't see no man really putting that in the prenup. Well, a man that's going to be faithful. You don't have to. You're going to be faithful. <laughs> I mean, can, can, can a prenup now, they, have, they have clauses. They have, yeah, they have clauses for infidelity and stuff like that. Like if you cheat, they have clauses about uh, all the way down to how many kids you have. Like you can get like, 
you have two kids, it a, it's a kicker. Like you get an extra forty thousand a month if you have two kids. I'm like not saying that's Dr. Dre's. It's just hypothetical. Yeah, pretty much. So you get like a sign. So okay, so like, what if he put up in there? I can have sex with three women. So you think he violated because he had that fourth one? You can. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can put it in there. Uh, I mean, that woman be dumb as hell to sign it, but you put anything you yeah, want in the okay. contract. And you ain't getting nothing from me. You wasn't like what they say with Kobe. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You wasn't in there making these beats with me. But you get some money because you we was married. Yes, you know, you'll get some money. You get some money. But you're not finna get half of all my shit that you didn't help me get. That I don't think that's wrong. And I say the same thing for a dude. If a dude, you know, hell no, did you help me get this? I don't want women out there to think I'm, you know what I'm saying, discriminate. But for real, I don't think. Fuck that. You get what you get, no give me no lip. <laughs> I think I think my, I think my thing is it's not even the the half the shit that get me. Because if if Dre had to have help at home to go make his bread, okay, cool. My thing is the alimony. That's my thing. Uh if I'm gonna give you half, then I also have to pay you alimony every month for the rest of your life. Hell fucking no. Hell no. The alimony is the real bullshit. <laughs> but she stay well, she stay at home. She gotta maintain the lifestyle, man. You put her through what 20 plus years of not working. If she, if she get half, if she get half, and then you also got her on the payroll, that that sucks. That sucks like, really bad. German, and that German, makes German, like, key, like I'm gonna get a prenup. Bro, that's crazy, dog. I would give her she should be good off of 10 mil. 10 mil should last her the rest of her life. <clears throat> oh, listen, infidelity, bro. Just keep your TT in your pants, bro. Keep your TT. But it, but it, I mean, pants, how you know bro. that's the reason why they got divorced, though? It could be, it could be other stuff, you know? You know, Drake, could be crazy. she could be crazy. They known for allegedly beating women now. You know, no. Dr. Dre got a lot of, Dr. Dre got a lot of red flags against him, uh, Jeremy. Don't do this for him. He got a lot of red flags. <laughs> No, I said both of them. I didn't. I know. I, I didn't. I didn't single her out. I, I said both of them. What we know is Dr. Dre beat up women. And he <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Dre gonna have eleven seven fitness. You keep on. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 Take a punt. Don't pay me. <laughs> All right, let's keep it. Let's keep it moving, man. Let's, let's get. Let's keep it moving. Get through these pop shots, man. So Kenneth Walker, the uh, the person that was actually helping defend Breonna Taylor when they uh, when the cops broke in, is now being sued by one of the police officers that uh, came in and opened fire on uh, Kenneth Walker and Breonna Taylor. What do y'all? That man should have shot him. You shouldn't have shot that police officer, man. Come on. Y'all can't shoot the police. Nah, but seriously, fuck that. <laughs> I know you don't. I know you can't believe what I'm going to say, but seriously, man, like, yeah, yeah. I know y'all have heard about if somebody breaks into your house, right, and they're running out your house and you shoot them, they can still, they can sue you. So he, he trying to pull that crap, but you can't, you can't, you can't do this, policeman. You can't do this. It, it's not going to work, bro. That man was defending his household. He didn't know what was going on. And plus that body cam footage that y'all got, bro. You should leave this alone. Like for real, don't do this to yourself. 
It's not yeah. like yeah, yeah. He, I, he, just, he, I think it's stupid. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, because what he's suing for what like punitive damages because of battery and then uh, uh, emotional distress, which is which is crazy to me. And, I, and and he's basing it off of that he made it known that the that was the police at the door. That that that's what that's what they're basing it off of. Yeah. And uh, there's there's a lot of witnesses that <laughs> that say that that wasn't the case. It was only one witness that that said that you know that they announced themselves. So I, I I just think I think it's ridiculous. And you can sue anybody that you want. I mean, shit, I could sue you for anything. Don't necessarily mean I'm gonna win. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's just a a, a media a media hit job to try to get out there and just get your name in and try to make yourself look good um, in the media or at least you know <clears throat> project to your echo chamber the people that already follow you and stuff like that i.e. Trump supporters or people that like are doing the Blue Lives Matter wave and stuff like that to try to get support. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll probably have a GoFundMe go up or something like that, try to raise money for his legal fees and everything. So it's just it's just posturing at this point right now. But it's ridiculous though too. That's just, that's just terrible, bro. It's just terrible. It's disgusting, honestly. It makes me just, it makes me feel so, uh, yeah. And in situations like that, it makes me feel like I'm an empath. I don't feel like I'm an empath. Y'all know what an empath is? <clears throat> no, tell An empath is somebody who, like, they feed off the energy around them. You know what I'm saying? And people who are real sensitive to the energy around them. And I'm not saying I'm an empath fully, but I feel like I am. I lean towards that because reading a story like that really bothers me, y'all. really does. Make Not as much as Price Chad, like, whatever, fuck it, you know, whatever. But that shit affect me. I don't know why. That's just how I am. I think that's what makes me good in sales because I, I feel like I'm an emotional man. I control my emotions, but like I feel that energy because I feel that hate from over here. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit evil to me. That shit evil, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I feel. And so for that to be out there, that don't make me feel good that that type of wickedness is out there. Nah, that's, that's 100%, man. I ain't even know how to respond to it. It's, it's kind of one of those things like now you get speech, you speechless about it. You don't even know what to say. I don't really know, bro. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. Zimmerman tried this same shit, though. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, I, I don't know where that went, but yeah, he definitely sued uh, Trayvon. Yeah, uh, man, like this is no surprise to me, man. Like what Chris was uh, alluding to before we started, like this is America, bro. Chris, Chris Rock said this, and you said, Dane, but you didn't go further with it. Chris Rock was, man, I don't ever want to see another civil again, ever again. I don't want to see anything like that anymore. He said, because those movies make it look, it's fixable. What, what movies? Like racism, like how they portray it is fixable. No, Chris Rock is saying he don't want to see any more, ever, any more civil rights movies. He's, because he said they don't really show everything that happened to us. He, he said it only shows the things that make it look like that stuff is fixable. But when I when I read stories, and I listen to stories, I mean, I, I, Kind of choppy. Let me them. And if they show that shit, I'm telling you, if they show, and all that rage that we already have, man, it's gonna be, you can't control it. So like I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by anything anymore, bro. Like I'm not surprised at all. This is America. This is stolen land. I can't. 
Yeah, boy, keep breaking up. Chad, man, you might have to go to another better spot, bro. You kind of breaking up. Stop yeah, yeah. That garage ain't working for you, man. Oh, man. I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel, I feel with, uh, I definitely, and that's the pill, that's the pill that I was talking about earlier in the show, man, with exactly what Chad's talking about. You know, it's one thing, it's one thing to realize what it is, but it's another thing to be like, all right, cool. Now, how do I move based on the information? You know right. what I'm saying? How do I prepare to live in this world? I'm up in here, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm in a situation now. It's fuck. I'm like a situation like Jeremy now. I, I'm, I'm working with nothing but conservatives now. Nothing but them. And they up in there talking politics, and I'm just like, fuck. I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to hear this shit, bro. They up in there spitting Fox News shit, talking about how. Yeah, if you say Biden something to him, you offend the hell out of him. Oh yeah. I, talking about how Joe Biden gonna die. He old. I don't know how old Joe Biden is. I mean Joe Joe Biden. Is. Uh, talking about how. Kamala is it like, bro? They just saying shit, and I'm just like, man, bro. I'm like, I literally think about it. Damn, this is what Jeremy be having to go through. <laughs> 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 it just makes me want to be in my bubble, man. And again, it's just like, all right, cool. How do I navigate? And I don't have the answers yet. It's still kind of fresh, you know. Yeah, that's that's that kind of. And I don't. I'm not saying it to be like, you know, we victims and we, you know, feel sorry for a nigga. I'm not saying that, but. That just, I'm just being transparent about the reality we facing and the things yeah. that's on our mind right now, you know? Got, got, to, got to get a spirit right, man. Got to get your chi right. Your, yeah. I, I mean, that's why you feel that stuff the way you feel, bro. Like, that's why you feel it, but you just got to know how to navigate it. Yeah. You know, going hard. Let's, well, let's lighten the mood a little bit before we start getting into this heavy stuff, man. So, uh, what y'all think about Mike Tyson and his, uh, his podcast, man? Y'all think he just be really... Huh? Damn, you froze. <laughs> Every time they come on the show, I don't know. If... Have you ever? Uh, did y'all hear me? No. Say you... with Mike Tyson. Say, have you ever watched any of his clips hot boxing with Mike? I seen a little bit of that one with Boosie. Yeah. How y'all think? <laughs> How y'all think he'd be treating his uh, guests that come on there, man? I think he'd be punking every, damn near everybody that come on. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> What you mean? Well, he had he had TK Kirkland on there recently. Yeah. And Mike Tyson was talking about his his personal life. And he was saying that, you know, he just felt like he felt like bad. He felt like a failure. He felt like uh, you know, that he wasn't worthy of anything. And TK Kirkland was like on his side trying to boost him up and like, nah, man, that's not you. That's not you. He was like, nigga, how you gonna tell me how I'm feeling? Who are you to tell me how I'm gonna be feeling? <laughs> He just real. Hey, let me nah, but it's about a couple of seconds, bro. He just real. Like Tyson just real. So like he telling that man, bro, like this is things that really happened to me. And somebody trying to tell me, nah, that's not, you don't, that's not real. That's not how you feel. Bro, like I'm telling you for real. You don't know how I feel. I feel this way. So TK Kirkland, I mean, it's nothing he really can say. You you're not trying to pick that man up. He's just being honest. That's just like, that's just like y'all. Like if y'all having a bad day, y'all really having a bad day. I don't, I don't, and I have, I haven't had that bad day, so I don't know. Y'all really you have gotta, to, you gotta watch yeah, the clip though. You gotta watch the clip though, cause the tone is like yeah, way yeah. oh, he's like hey, Tyson, basically checking this man. Bro. Real Tyson, Tyson, Tyson. Honesty. When I watched that Boosie, that Boosie episode, bro, I was like, yeah, that boy, that boy is there. That Tyson boy. need a podcast. He need a podcast because he need to vent. And I feel like he got years of not talking. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, like just cause, just cause 
just because somebody say how they feel, like, we can still respond, bro. Like, a nigga's not trying to tell you how to feel. Mm. Nigga, feelings are feelings, bro. Feelings are not reality. And I'm not trying to dismay no feelings. You can still respond to somebody how they feel and add perspective. Nigga, you need people around you to tell you to, to, to be strong and to, like, persist. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or at least I do. I want them type of people. Yeah, I don't want nobody around me who's like, yeah, man. I mean, come on, dog. Like, so he may have to work on that. So uh, okay. I'm punking his guests. <laughs> my so my thing is, hold on. Ahead, so um, <clears throat> it's okay to, to feel that way, right? But in that moment, that's how Tyson was feeling about that. But as a man, and as that man knowing where he is, he's like, bro, like, chill out. I'm just telling you a story. I don't need you to be like, oh man, hold my hand. And it's gonna be okay. No, I was just telling you a story. You feel me? Like I, I, I walked in that in that darkness. I walked in that darkness, and now I've come to the light, so I can I can talk about it without somebody wanting to, you know, to give me a hug. I'm like, no, I'm just I'm just telling you a story, bro. How I was. You feel me? So, Tyson, bro, like I I see man, I tell you, I see that boy different. Tyson, Tyson, the man. I, I would love to speak to that dude. Y'all you, think, you? think Tyson was in prison? Taking taking people's butts when he was nah, he said he said when he was in prison, that's the most sex that he got uh ever. Not not dudes, females. He said he was he said he was fucking every single day. Did you think that well, multiple there? times? He said he was he said he was having so much sex in, in jail that like he was tired. Yeah. <laughs> Correction officers. The COs. The female really? COs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Damn. Nah, but, know why they got female CEOs <laughs> and female prisoners. Yeah, yeah he came out said that. I, I remember that. I remember that interview. But now my whole thing with Mike is like, yeah, I, I feel you, bro. Like it's cool. Like nobody can tell you how you feel, but bro, you gotta chill out how you come at me, dog. You can't be yeah, like, exactly. you can't be like, nigga, you, you tell me what I can't can do. I'm like, whoa, bro. Like, chill out. You <laughs> are right? scary as hell. Like you can't be, you can't be coming. All you gotta do is be like, hey, and you really can't tell me how how I feel about the situation. It's just. Yeah, Chad, I, I think you need to watch it, man. That's Tyson. That's Tyson. TK, oh, TK, like, TK's that's really, he was like, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. might be a weak point for that man, Tyson, to be able to do that. He might he might need the therapy to be able to come, because like that that come from the soul, that that anger. TK yeah, was no, like, bro, you have no. to see that shit. That shit he so said, no, that's real. That's real. Yeah, no, that's real. Okay. That's a myth that he wasn't going to do shit. And then Mike said something else right after that. And he's like, you right. You right. You right. You right. Tyson tried somebody to knock out, bro. So let's take it a step further. Even with Boosie, like Boosie, he, he told Boosie, like, who are you to tell Dwayne Wade how to raise his kid? Who, who the F are you? Do you think these are like repressed eyes? Are you a homosexual? The way you saying that though, the way you saying that is all messed up because he would. That's how he said it. That's how he said it. No, Tyson, no, Tyson. You think you might be a little homosexual? Nah, Chad, you got you to go watch it. And do you think Tyson would have any of us could talk to Boosie like that? Not it being any problems. You got to be Tyson. What are you going to say to Tyson? Tyson, knock your ass out. Tyson, one of the only few people that can talk to Boosie like that. Yeah, exactly. though. He honest, but he was really just being honest with him, man. Like it wasn't like he was being aggressive with it. He's just like, cause that's that's oh, real. That's real. What he asking that man is a real question. Like, if you have a problem with them, do you think you might be homosexual too? You know what I'm saying? Is that why you got a problem with it? Cause that's how I mean that's Tyson. You know, he's been an aggressive person all his life, bro. 
You gotta, you gotta, and you gotta know who you're in the room with, with Tyson. You gotta know. Who you're in the room. I, th I think they knew. Yeah. <laughs> the, way they, the way they responded, they knew. They knew who they was in the room with. They should have known that. You think it's fun and games? He, man, he bit a man ear in the ring, bro. We bit a man twice. Bit his ear off. Well, I think yeah, that's the thing biggest, I'm gonna say. That's the biggest conversation for me. Is like, do you think that he's not aware of that? Do you think that there's something going on where he's just not aware that he's like really checking people every time we talk to him? He just it's just reaction, baby. I think he's aware of it. Even uh, Joe Budden said it on his podcast. He said, "Like we, he said we watching what we said in that in that room." You better, <laughs> you know, you know we in the room. Come on, man! Like I'm telling y'all, the man got demons. He wants to fight again. If I was Roy Jones, wouldn't have took this fight. Roy Jones about to beat him. That's all I'm gonna say about that. You better beat him in the first two rounds because if you don't, he gonna knock his ass out. Tyson, man, Tyson on some nip. Tyson on some different stuff right now, bro. He's on some different stuff. If Tyson had this same mentality when he was fighting, bro, oh man, vegan. But Jones about to get his organ shifted. Roy, <laughs> Roy, Roy had never fought. He fought. He's never one time when he beat that 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 heavyweight. He has never punched nobody that big, ever. He's never been in the right. ring with somebody like that. Hey, y'all want to get on? And he got power. Roy got power, but Tyson took shots from Lennox. Riddick, uh, uh, Razor Riddick. I mean, some of the people he fought punched way harder than you know, Roy Jones. So I'm just like, I don't Razor know. Razor Riddick hit hard him. too. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like that man was a beast. So I don't know if he can hurt you him. I know like Razor Riddick hit hard. <laughs> I know he hit I, hard. Because I seen the dude head shift and his body was in the same position. I just, uh, <laughs> that's what Tyson would have said to you on that, at that part right there. Hey, anybody <laughs> want to take anybody want to take this bet? I'm down. What on Roy Jones and Tyson? Yeah. Well, take that to Vegas. I'm just saying. Y'all think Mike gonna whoop Roy Roy ass? I'm just saying. Hey man. <laughs> All right, man. Let's keep it. Let's keep it moving, man. So let's talk about uh, the disinformation of black men. And hey, what I'm gonna volley it over to you, man, to kind of introduce this and what we had uh, been discussing on the thread. <clears throat> yeah, so a couple of things. Um, Dane, while I'm picking, while I'm putting up this article, uh, can you pull up like the current polls of like what of of demographic? Can you see if you can pull that up? So there was information that come out uh, by NPR seven days ago, and it. Um, you mean the voter, the voting demographic? Yeah, voting demographic. Yeah, uh, by by ethnicity, and it it just talked about. That uh, it's it's titled "Black and Latino Voters Are Flooded with Disinformation in Election Final Days," uh, and this really hits home with me because even like in the Black Austin group, real Black Austin group, and on my timeline, like it was literally right around the election, Black men on my timeline was feeling the need to post shit about how Biden wasn't this or Biden wasn't that, and I'm just like how is this getting us moving us forward at this time like it just seems so like if you if you felt like that like you posted that long time ago like this is the candidate you know what i'm saying like this is so so uh so unnecessary but i'm gonna read a couple quotes from that it says the memes were trying to push off uh the narrative that the system is a mess and there's no point in you participating um there's no point in voting Obama didn't do anything for you during this term. 
why should you vote for a Democrat this time around? Um, Black and Latino voters being flooded with similar messages in the final days of the election, according to uh, voting right activists uh, and experts who track disinformation. Um, so I'm, I'm sure y'all have seen some of these some of these points being on y'all's Facebook, like um, you know that there's no difference between Biden, uh, Biden and Trump, and and how what is the Democratic Party? All these are really lazy arguments. But these are real things that the conservative party can can lean on. Y'all remember when we was watching the uh, the sorry ass cowboy game? I text y'all because they had a uh, they had a commercial. Did y'all see that that commercial? Yeah. And that commercial, it was black men, and it was a Trump Trump commercial, and it was just like mm -hmm. it showed a snippet of Joe Biden talking, and he was like, "Lock him up," and and it was taken out of context, and you don't even know what he was talking about because they took a snippet of it, and it had nothing. It was just showing black men. And their, their approach to it is really not even trying to get evangelize you to vote. Their whole thing was to evangelize you to not vote, to see that it's helpless and to see that there's no point in this because how's your situation changed? And I just feel like that shit is so hurtful. That shit is so harmful because the, the same people who are complaining about this likely aren't even doing nothing in their community. And we really gotta, I feel like we gotta check these people because they really just have the wrong information. Let me, yeah. let me see if I can pull up another uh, another quote. Um, it says, yeah, it says, when you think about the two, 2016 Russian influence, especially among black voters, it was basically bringing up the internal discussions that black people have been having for decades doubts to whether uh, whether voting really matters or whether politicians truly have black people's interests at heart. Um, that That's a discussion that happens around kitchen tables every weekend. Um, so essentially the conservatives and Russians know that these are conversations that we are having and we've been flooded, being flooded with ads. If, if, if they even think that you kind of roll that way it's likely you may have been getting some misinformation so you have to be careful with that even after this election yes yeah, go ahead my bad one more thing it says their strategy bank said uh, masquerading as black americans drawing people into conversation and ultimately turning that conversation toward bad information and often towards a deep cynicism that makes people sort of less inspired to participate so that's all they're trying to do. It's just making it seem like no matter what you do, it's gonna be the same result. And I don't know how you can think that after this last four years, like, though, this shit's bad right now, y'all. Yeah. Like, this shit is really bad. We living through some shit that's gonna be in the history books if they decide to tell the truth. Like the, the political climate right now is just, it's bad <laughs> right now. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not voter suppression anymore. It's voter depression now. It, that's the that's the new wave. That's the new flavor because it, and this is this is one of the things I probably was a victim of receiving some of those ads and stuff like that too because I could truly say Tuesday I was depressed about the result. I felt like there was there was no way out of it. Despite no matter what this this person has done uh, to our country, he's still going to get in because we are a severe minority within this right. country and we can't we can't elevate ourselves to a uh, to another level and 
And then on top, just didn't understand it's showing like 17% of the black men voted for Donald Trump still. You know and I mean? that's up. Is that up? I think that's, that's up. up from that's from, up from the previous sixteen, right? Yeah, I think that's up. I think it's up by like five points, actually. Why do y'all think that? Why do y'all think that that that's the case? I have my guesses, but what what Jim? Why you think that? I don't know. Money, 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 money. I don't know. Um, it's hard to it's hard to call. I mean, because, because um, what part of his rhetoric would, would speak to black people, though, other other than taxes? That, okay, that's probably the that's probably the only thing I can think of. Yeah, right? it'd be it'd be taxes. That's it. But 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 I mean, if you're if 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 you're making, is that that mean black people making over four hundred thousand though? Bro, no. that's a, a big fact that people keep missing. They keep talking yeah. about that. Bro, but that's what I don't understand. They don't they don't know that. They don't know that it's the, the the rich that gets affected by it. They think it's everybody. And let's be honest, bro. <clears throat> All we've known is Democrat, 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 Democrat. At some point in time, you're gonna get a Republican, a Republican that's gonna come along and start making some promises for you and your money. And that's what Trump did. So a lot of these black people who got a lot of money got more money. And honestly, they look at it like this. No president has ever done anything for us, but this man just helped me get a lot of money from my taxes. So honestly, I don't care about none of y'all. <clears throat> I'm being for real. I've heard this from, from a, a, per, a person's mouth. Oh, yeah, it's do for self. A lot of people are just like, they don't care all the people what he say to do. Because that's what it's about. Like, this isn't about politics, bro. That's what sucks to me so much that y'all like think this is about politics. Yeah, politics is what's making it run, it's about money. At the end of the day, Bro, it's man, money. that nigga, that nigga ain't making that. It, my question to that person is: You making that much more money to to be okay with what's going on as a side effect of that? Are you making thousands? Likely, likely the tax cut for the normal Joe person, you may come up a, a extra hundred, maybe a extra hundred fifty, two hundred. Yep. That's it. This nigga cut millions and billions for the people at the top. So that shit that he talking about ain't nothing. The normal working person didn't see no drastic change in his in this very, and very little, very little. And people are judging the economy off of that because of the stock market, not realizing, understanding that all he's done is pumped <clears> in <throat> billions more to the haves. And those are the people that are actually buying the stocks. Of course, I've, I did okay when it comes to 401k, but you the average Joe, are you investing in the in the uh, stock market? Yeah, that's the only thing that Trump can speak of. That, but that's why it's only 18% and not more. That's 18%. Out of that 18%, I mean, probably more than half of that are super wealthy people. But the other half are just ignorant and think that he's gonna help them. Like how I told y'all about my dad, I told y'all. You're just ignorant and you don't know. And you, you tired of voting Democrat because nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. So that's what that's all it really is. You got those people who will stray away and go vote Republican and won't say nothing to y'all. But be like, oh, that's messed up, man. Trump got up in there and really be happy about it. I've seen it with my own eyes, bro. I talked to him. They got. I'm gonna tell you after we get off of this, a man that got broke off. A black man that we know broke you off. Right. You right. Uh, I think what Chad said is them two groups: the people with the money and the people who ignorant. Them is the two groups. There you go. What what percentage of people of black people do you think make over four hundred thousand a year? 
<clears throat> just taking a guess. What, what would you guess? Out of what, the whole world, out of the black out of the out of the black population in the United States, what what percentage do you think? Was one half half of one? I would say two, maybe about two. two. Yeah, about two. Uh, yeah, two. Yeah, I, I would say two is probably the cap. So it's like, why the hell is anybody else voting for Trump? That makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, black men. Uh, so uh, uh, we just had a listener put on as a black men with degrees <laughs> voted for Trump by sixteen percent. Rhetoric, bro. Damn. He talked bro, to that somebody. shit crazy. Bro, Trump talked to somebody when he talked. He I mean, listen, man. He he talks to those. He talked to the Hispanics. They got money. Chad. This nigga literally don't say nothing to black people, bro. He literally, the only th the shit he said was like, "What what's she gonna lose?" That's the only shit he said. To my knowledge, I've done so much for the blacks. I've done so much for the blacks. I'm let like, come on, dog. Let let don't call us that. Let him, hey, this ain't this ain't me. I'm telling y'all, that's it, this is eighteen percent that see it different. But I'm, I mean, I know, I see what he's saying. I don't rock with that boy. I don't rock with either one of them. But I got, I don't like the other dude. I don't like the dude that's there right now doing the job. He gotta go. But honestly, what a, uh, one of the listeners said, like, what about uh, probably people with small businesses that pull in revenues of $400,000 a year? Let's see, that's <clears throat> and over a hundred thousand of them, over, over a hundred thousand of them lost their position. So, yeah, like the game is set up as far as taxes, like the game is set up for business owners. Business owners do not pay more, business owners pay less taxes than normal people. Come on, dog. Like, if you know what you're doing. Business owners, like I don't pay, I'm gonna be real, I don't pay taxes. That's how the game is set up. I break even, like I'm supposed to. I try to break even, you know what I'm saying? Because I take advantage of the write-offs, you know what I'm saying? And if I'm paying, and I put this in the chat, if I'm paying $55,000 in taxes, that's a great thing because that means I didn't wrote off everything and I still got so much money. And that must, if I'm paying 55,000 in taxes, that must mean I made 50 million. And I'll take that all day because I know uh, it's not just this tax thing. It's also about this criminal justice reform. It's about the Secretary of Education. It's about the Supreme Court justices put in place with this man Biden, you know. And so it's not just about the tax. It's also about, OK, if you increase the taxes, Biden, can you also increase the exemptions? That's an easy way to combat it. You know what I'm saying? So be like, yeah. look, I know y'all worried about the taxes, but I'm also going to add a couple things that you can write off. And you're like, cool, that's easy. Well, I'm like, and and I get what Chad's saying. Um, you know, I know there's people that are like out there for their own personal interest, but when I vote, when I think about voting, I'm thinking about the greater good. And some of the yeah. things that come to mind for me is reinvesting in the in the communities that are underserved because it's a direct link. You know, with poverty leads to crime. That's why people, you know, go out and conduct crime because their back is against the wall and they're trying to fight themselves out of that situation. And I think if the whole country understood that, then we would be in a much better place. You wouldn't have to worry about somebody coming and sticking you up because they're able to take to pay their bills, put their kids in school and be able to rest at night without having to worry about having two or three jobs just to survive. Mm -hmm. It's all about the greater good at the end of the day. I get it. You want to try to get out here and make the, the <clears throat> most money that you can, especially as a black man. But I think it would just be a disservice on my part to not think about helping the next man too at the same time. And, and I think that, you know, as a community, we've missed that. I don't know where it's gone, but we're it's just falling by the wayside with us. Well, it's something that I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with 
that the number went up from 2006, like, okay, I guess you can say, all right, we didn't know. Maybe some of the things he said in the beginning resonated with you, but after four years for that, that's honestly, that's, that's, it's, uh, it's kind of honestly disgusting to me. It's disgusting to me. And the only thing I can lean on, and, and Chad was talking about how his dad said it, the only thing I can think of, y'all, is that they just somehow is in a, bro, is that? Okay, I'm like, nigga, Chad, is them bras, bro? <laughs> I thought they were too. <laughs> a whole bunch of masks. <laughs> I thought they were bras too. <laughs> All right, my bad. The only thing I can think of is 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 that somehow you in a somebody's in a complete bubble, and all they hear is, I don't know. Uh, there was a point in time that I never heard the president speak because the outlets that I'm on just I never hear. So all I hear is like little sublines and shit in the newspaper or on articles. But it's hard for me to to just really get down with or understand a grown man, 30 years old, who has been in this country four years and be like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a rock with that. I, yeah. I, I don't I don't see how that happened. Well, speaking of just information, I mean, we'll move. That's a good transition. We'll slide right into, you know, you know, black resources of news. So, hey, Wood, I know you had sent us some information earlier. That I want you to expound on that a little bit. Yeah, man, I want to say that it's in, in this day and age, it's very important to have credible go to places to get your information. It's very, very important. Meaning, I, I, and I would dare say your livelihood and your moves is based on the information that you choose to consume. And so getting the right outlets is so key. And so I wanna share a couple of ones before I got, we get into some of these websites that I, I'm like fully confident, like, yo, you need to like rock with them. So number one, the Roland Martin Unfiltered Show is black owned. Uh, Roland Martin does a great job. He be having senators on there. He be having, you know, like, like I was just watching just right now, he had a black senator uh, talking about his congressional districts and they were talking about how, you know, so he is bringing in from the black perspective, great, credible people. Uh, another one, the Karen Hunter show on XM radio. I love Karen Hunter. Karen Hunter is another sister doing great, uh, great information, bringing in people, Dr. Greg Carr, you know, always keep relevant information. And a third one is a guy by the name of Michael M. Hotel with the African History Network. He is fantastic. His information is absolutely on point. And the stuff that he say, a lot of times things you hear me say, I'm getting game from these three people, these three shows, because they keep me laced with game and they position in power, they position in information so that I can live and raise my family and to come out and have the right perspective on how to navigate this game. So those are just three. Uh, do y'all have any before I talk about them other websites? What do y'all There was, on? there's one that Chad actually brought to my attention the other day. Uh, her name is Tesla Figaro and she has a podcast uh, called Straight Shot No Chase, I believe. And it's mm-hmm. on uh, the Black Effect uh, podcast. Now this person, she's, she's pretty objective. So she, she jumps on both sides in regards to like Republicans and Democrats and kind of holds everybody accountable uh, for the things that she's seeing, especially with, in regards to, to policy and stuff like that. So I would, I would certainly uh, reach out to her okay. uh, podcast. That's definitely a good one. 
What you be on too, Dame? You be on some like daily New York Times thing? Oh yeah, the daily New York Times podcast. That's like a that's like a thirty minute episode every morning. Kind of updates you on what's going on day to day, whether it be politics or uh, culture. And then also, I listen to uh, Stay Tuned with Preet. This is actually uh, uh, the ex, I believe, Attorney General out of New York. Okay. And he's very objective. He he gets on there and he talks about a lot of things in regards to politics, how the court system works, how to navigate through the court system, and some of the things that you can do and that you can't do constitutionally within uh, the United States. So it's just more so trying to feed that knowledge, give myself knowledge to be able to, you know, come on here and, and be thorough with what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Let's make sure we put all them links um into the into the show notes. Um all them resources are like must have, y'all. And like, we talked about sixteen nineteen project. Uh, I'm also a big um, fan, honestly, of Sean King's podcast. He talk, he'll talk for maybe 10, 15 minutes, but he'll do, he'll get on three, four times a week, and he'll shed light on a on a on perspective. Um, so I like. Oh yeah, his- Ebony K Williams. Ebony K Williams. She's got a new yeah. podcast. She's Who's got a new podcast. She's a uh, she's a lawyer. She used to be a, a public defender. Um, and she used to be on State of the Union podcast with uh, Joe Budden too. Joe Budden, yeah, yeah. She's real she good. She was like moderator. Man, she used to be a host, a host on there, one of the hosts on there. But she yeah. got a, she got one of the strong legal minds, especially oh. for uh, at least the black culture and stuff like that. So definitely okay. put you on game. And she, she don't hold back. Like if you out there doing, you know, fraudulent mm-hmm. shit, she gonna, she gonna tell you, hey, you probably should have went to jail for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just yeah, she, she very blunt. <laughs> uh that's that's dope man um uh, well who found it dang you have found this this other resource uh was our black party what was yeah so i know we were talking about uh well my my whole posture about just politics in general is that as a culture we need to have a pack and a super pack and basically with a pack they they take care of donating to um local you know local small level uh politicians within your area and then super PACs of course they go after the senators and the president stuff like that pump money into their campaigns i think that's an area that we need to focus on as an african-american community to start pumping money politicians to, to do what we want them to do start at least getting some policy on the books and stuff like that and move to a, a promising um direction so I found I actually found one, uh, which is ourblackparty.org, and um, you know sent that to the group too as well. Kind of read up on it, and they're definitely about making sure that we elevate our people to a level where we can prosper and move forward. Um, I signed up for the uh, the newsletter, uh, donated to the, uh, the organization. I ain't do a lot because you know I'm trying to figure out how how this uh, this pack works and stuff like that. But just starting to get engaged in it, and I'll put a link in the show notes for that um too as well okay um, Facebook too yeah it was dope dang like uh i'm reading i'm reading some of the things uh said their agendas uh let's see what is this eight things defund defunding the police the, uh, wish they wouldn't use that words but guaranteed income for all um what does that mean actually i think they're talking about a working minimum wage i think that's what they're talking about uh yeah. decriminalize decriminalized uh poverty uh, address race racism in healthcare, grow black mm-hmm. businesses, 
the 1000, what is that? Uh, we have seen that a system run by people who are not committed to the black agenda will pass and support laws that undermine black existence. We will elect at least 1000 black people to positions of power and entry level of government. Okay, that's mm. dope. Yep. Uh, statewide equity officers, state law and programs are developed without consideration uh, the impacts of black people. We demand that governors of all 50 states appoint a cabinet level advisor to ensure that all state programs are developed with the equity and justice lens. That's dope. Because essentially what's happening guys, and I feel like things are happening and they don't have nobody on the team to be like, hey, 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 I'm a black person over here. Hey, that's, uh, that's uh, not a good idea or that uh, y'all totally neglected these group of people. So we need somebody at the table. And this is the conversation yeah. that I'm always trying to have with people who like don't vote or it's the same thing as Pepsi Coke. And it's like, yo, you need somebody. You either at, on, at the table or you on the menu. It's the only two things. So you need somebody to be representative of you. Otherwise, if not, you just hoping and praying that they, they gonna look out for you. Uh, it says high in quality of affordable education, legalized marijuana, and an intergenerational build in intergenerational wealth. So it's a lot of great things. It doesn't cover everything. That's cool though, man. But like this is a great starting point. Like I yep. think this shit is dope, man. And and I'm still learning about what a pack means. Uh, what Dane was saying, but <clears throat> imagine if this if this our black party was able, you know. <sighs> I feel like I, this is what Ice Cube needed to do. Ice yeah. Cube needed to be like, check out our Black Party. Let me be a voice for you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like he needed to do. Yeah, but, we but, need to we need to mobilize and organize. If we come together as a group instead of trying to do things on individual basis to get that clout or that shine, then we will move mountains. You know what I'm saying? I look at somebody like Killer Mike. He don't ever want to shine. He's working with people. He's working with organizations. He's bringing people in, and he start. You starting to see the fruits of everything that he's doing. He has several businesses in Atlanta, opening up a digital. I mean, a, a online bank. That's got. I believe if I if last time I checked it, I think it had like eighty thousand people that already subscribed to it, uh, to to join the bank and stuff like that. And, and it's it's one of those things. He knows you have to move in numbers in order to get. You know the policy change and the policy move yes. that you that you need. We just need that. We gotta have. We gotta start having that mindset. Start having that posture. You, you know, everybody like Chad told me, man. I don't have to be a leader all the time. Sometimes you just gotta follow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just gotta get behind the the right uh, cause to get you to elevate the the stuff that you want for your people. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point, Graham. I like that. Yeah, because it's stressful to think you gotta be a leader every fucking day. Yeah. Exactly. So, but it looks like uh, the the Black Party is the the national co-chair is uh, Candace Hollingsworth. She is the mayor of Hyattsville, Maryland. Her Instagram is on there. Uh, another person on the team, national co-chair, is Dr. Wes Bellamy. He's the vice mayor of Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, another person on the committee is uh, another lawyer, uh, Stephanie Morales, another sister. So like all these people are involved in law. Um, so this this is very promising. This is not Diddy shit that we're talking about. Cause when I send it to a couple of people, like, is this Diddy shit? And I didn't even know what they're talking about. But um the this is promising. So I signed up. Y'all check it out and let's see, let's see what comes out of it. 
know? Let's keep it moving, man. Let's get into our main topic, man. So the election, as it's uh, going on right now, and just our thoughts about it, man. I'll pass it. I'll pass it over. Let's get let's get Jeremy in on this first, man. What do you think about the election? Your thoughts on it? And it's it, it, it's pretty sad and frustrating to have a, a president to do what he's done the last four years, the way that he's handled COVID, his rhetoric, and you still had what over sixty five million people vote for him. It's like, come on, man! Like it it just blows your mind. It's just it's just so much hatred out there. Um, I. I I, I just can't, I can't understand it. I mean, I can, I can, but it's, it's just sad that we're still in a place like that in 2020. I feel you, I feel you, Jerry. Uh, what you think, chat? Y'all gotta know how I feel by now. So when it, when it comes to these people, man, when it comes to them, they, it's a reason, it's a reason why like the majority of, the majority of people who vote Republican are not going to switch up no matter what. Trump can go in there and say whatever he wants to say. So they're going to vote for him just because they vote Republican. Now, there have been a lot of Republicans who vote for that, that, that leader based on things that he does for them. And they also care about morals. So that's why a lot of them are leaving Trump and starting to go vote for Joe Biden. These, these are stories that I've been reading about people doing this. But honestly, y'all gotta think about this, man. We all different. We all different. And we all fighting. We all fighting for our souls to go somewhere. And these people that are here, man, they devils. And they gonna rock with that shit because it propels them. They don't care about nobody else around them. Dame, you already said it. You think about other people. Chris, you feel other people's energy. Jeremy, you don't understand because you feel like what's wrong with people because that's not y'all. Straight up, that, that is, that's just not you guys. Like I can look at somebody and be like, oh, you're having a bad day, I'm, that's so sad. Let me talk to you for a minute. Let's talk about why you should be thinking about having a great day. They, nobody does that. So like, y'all look at these people as if they are supposed to be different from what they were decades ago. But all I can think about is, bro, we were slaves. That it goes back to that. Every time I think about anything anybody wants to tell me about this country or the people in it, we were slaves. And in the constitution and in everything else, it tells you we don't have no goddamn rights. So when it comes to all the stuff that we're talking about, like, I love it. I love that the, um, the blackparty.org, I'm gonna go check that out because what needs to happen is it needs a voice on a lower level to reach the high level. You gotta know who to speak to. If we got, we got our, black, our black youth out here vote for Donald Trump, because they don't know no better. Because in school, they don't learn about what happened to us. So we gotta tap into them. That's the people that need to learn about them, these websites, stuff like that, so they can take the information home to their parents. That's how, it, that's how it gets done. But for the most part, bro, this election, I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all, bro. I, I think Joe Biden is gonna do some things different just because of what he said. He was honest about what he did with the, um, the crime bills that he approved of, but he, he said it, I mean, everybody did. He said, everybody did. He just following suit, I don't care. So now you gotta, he admit to what he did was wrong and so did Kamala, now they gotta fix it. So at this point right now, 
the election is going to, Biden's going to win. If y'all go, go ask, and I gave my predictions a long time ago, Biden's going to win. He's going to get in and he's going to usher in, you know, new policies and try to help out everybody. And that's what I like about Biden. He wants to help everybody. He don't, he don't see red and blue. I, I hate that shit when he says that. Don't see red and blue. It's just like saying, I don't see black. But like, honestly, he don't see that. If, he, if he's honest and wants to help everybody, let that man do it. So that's why I have a really good peace of mind right now because I'm not expecting, I'm not really expecting anything. I can control what I can control. And if I can help anybody along the way who's having like these issues, hey man, come work out Saturday. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. Shake it off. Hey, hey, what you want to get in? You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I'm not going, man, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm uh, definitely severely just frustrated with how everything has been going, um, you know, with this election and just how everything's been going in the country too as well. Um, you know, I had talked to uh, to Jeremy on the side and then everybody else like on the group thread about if Biden wins, we don't have control of the Senate. So in a lot of ways, it's not really going to mean anything for me or it's demoralizing to me because any policy that he tries to implement all he's going to do is just sit on Mitch McConnell's death because he's yes, because he's not going to. He got elected again. His time ain't up. Bring it to the floor of the Senate. And to do is stifle the uh, the vote and try to stop the count of the vote when Donald Trump had, he was on record saying that he wants his people to be in person on election day to go out and vote. And the mail-in ballots don't work. The mail-in ballots are fraud. So now when they start counting the mail-in ballots and they're going against you, what, what did you expect? You told all your people, you told all your supporters to make sure that they show up on election day. And they did. They showed up in droves. But now the numbers are starting to flatten out for you because the mail-in uh, ballots getting counted. And you want to stop the count. But we could have we could have started counting those mail-in ballots well before the election uh, election day. But the state legislators stop the, uh, the mail-in ballots from being counted. They wanted to wait until the day of the election where you have to wait till seven o'clock in the morning to count over a hundred million mail-in ballots. What'd you think was gonna happen? It was gonna take days. And that's when, hey, when you had asked, how do you think things are gonna go on election? They already knew, I told you, I said, man, we probably not gonna get anything until Thursday or Friday because they gotta go through all of these ballots in order for us to truly know who, who's going to win uh, the election. And on one side, you're saying stop the count in Pennsylvania and Georgia. But on the other side, you're saying keep counting in Arizona and Nevada. What exactly. Like, exactly. The hypocrisy is just, it's, it's ridiculous to me. And it's the things that we let him get away with saying and doing is just mind boggling to me. I, I truly believe, I said it the other day, it's like, I truly believe he's going to lose it. Once I saw the, uh, the mail-in ballot start coming in, I was like, he's going to lose this election because Pennsylvania's going to pick up, Georgia's going to pick up. And I still think he's going to win Arizona and, and Nevada too at the same time. But it's it's just one of those things, man. It's like, even today, he if got on Arizona, TV. If you get Arizona and Nevada, it's a wrap, ain't it? Ain't that too sad? Biden, if Biden, if Biden, yeah, does, that's a wrap. Biden does, it's a wrap. Yeah. See, Biden don't, he doesn't need Georgia and Pennsylvania. Yeah, he don't need it. Yeah, he in Pennsylvania. It. But if he gets it, I mean, it's just it's just that much more of a, you know, a notch in the belt. But the thing that I'm, I'm worried about is just like, what's going to happen? 
you know, after the election, once Biden has won the election, because he's already out there sowing seeds of doubt. And he's got his his uh, supporters showing up at the polls with guns, still trying to intimidate the counters and stuff like that, man. It's just, I don't know. It's a lot, man. Something, lot real, something real quick. Did y'all hear from his his camp that uh <laughs> that if he if he does lose this election, he's gonna try back in 2024. Did y'all hear that? Mm-mm. I don't know. Go for that shit. I do that. That's crazy, right? He'll <laughs> be like, and he gonna be like 85 years old, some shit like that. <laughs> you know, 85 years old, anything ruling the country, 85 years old. You're so but, out he's, of- but he's not going away though. I think that's the thing nah, people not. don't understand. Soon, even if he loses the election, he's probably gonna have a TV show waiting for him. Or he's gonna have a podcast waiting for him, and it's just gonna be attacks against Biden. It's gonna be more sowing the seed of, you know, separation within this country. And it's, we're already polarized. I don't, I just don't see how we can turn the corner. And then last night, um, damn, I got a post, I got attacked on our damn uh, YNU podcast group. It's one of the uh, listeners came in. He said, Do you think Chris, uh, do you think Jesus condones? abortion and uh same-sex marriage well i was like well when did jesus start condoning lying cheating adultery and bigotry he was like oh you moving the goalposts I was like no you're not you're being selective about what you know christianity is sin. exactly yeah selective morality he said you getting on here and you're trying to virtue signal and you don't know anything about what the bible says man shut up. don't cherry pick and don't ever Man, that's one of the biggest crocs of bullshit. Is 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 uh conservatives is God's party is is aligned with religion. And that's one of the most toxic, toxic shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because say one one thing in abortion or something else. Um, but what you said, Dame, was so good. We got to look at this in terms of a. Even if this man ain't a president, he got a following, and he going that following is rocking with him no matter what. So if he be like. Yo, y'all go, y'all go over here, and he may be more powerful when he ain't gotta be in the White House in the White House all day. For all we know, he ain't got so no, check. he ain't got nobody surrounding him. He ain't El Chapo. Well, think about it like this: every whenever there's been black progress in this country, there's always been a counter movement. When the the the, the uh, what's that shit? What's the Emancipation Proclamation? You got you got black codes. You got uh. You know what I'm saying? You got the Jim, not, is it Jim Crow? No, before that, you got uh, the shit where they put you in uh, the prison for like, if you didn't have a job or uh, what's that shit called? Uh, right after slavery. Damn, it's slipping my mind right now. Where they could throw you in jail for anything, essentially. Um, name is uh, slipping yeah, my mind right now. I don't know anyway, I remember. So you got stuff like that. You got slave codes. Uh, and then after, say, civil rights era, you got stuff like war on crime. You got stuff like uh, COINTELPRO. After Obama, you got stuff like MAGA. So we have to understand where we are in history. Even if this man win, like Jeremy said, we see what it is. We see what that these people, <clears throat> and I, I mean, I hate to say that, but we see that America don't give a fuck about a lot of shit. They do not give a fuck about a lot of shit. And this art <clears throat> and so this article that I was post that that I sent to y'all, uh, we're gonna post it in the show notes. It says America problem is that white people wanted to be a failed state. 
and I didn't even I didn't even see this graphic till right now. And what the what the article was saying is the majority of white voters have never, I should say never, and the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten elections have not overwhelmingly voted, meaning majority voted for dem the Democrat. Overwhelmingly majority has always been for conservatives. So we have to accept just like black people vote for Democrat because it benefits our interests. Yep. The fact of it is conservative and Trump's rhetoric and Trump's demeanor benefits white people. And that's facts. It's, it's a power true. game. It's a power, it's a power game. game. And because based on, you know, based on that privilege and that bubble, whatever, they don't have to see us. They don't have to see Black Lives Matter. They don't have to live in and, and worry about when they get pulled over, worry about it, are they gonna make it through that transaction? And so we have to accept that that shit benefits them. But we also have to realize, and this is the frustrating thing, y'all, is to be like, again, we logical people, we men. And we, we like, how the fuck could you vote for him after this four years, 200 bodies plus, 230, right? Where we at? 240, 240, 240 now. Bodies. This nigga literally don't have a plan. He literally don't have a plan, no policy. He talking, he out here lie. He said he was gonna build a wall. This nigga got caught married in a in a scandal with a porn star. You know what I'm saying? They got they got facts that a foreign country aided him through 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 ads to help him win the election. Nothing has stuck to him, and it solicited a, he solicited a foreign government. To help yeah. him in the election. WikiLeaks. And so it wrecked my brain. Like Jeremy was saying, it's like, how? And then I, I, I was like, wait a minute. This was never about that shit. This was never about policy. This was never about none of that shit. This shit was about whiteness defending whiteness. That's what, what it is. And so racism, the biggest thing, one of the biggest power things that racism can do is the ability to define phenomena. And that means the, the, the ability to define what's good, what's bad, what's high, what's low, what's worth a million dollars and what's worth $10. And whiteness allows you to do shit. And, and so what I'm saying is we're asking America to, to stab its own hand, essentially. And that shit ain't gonna happen because I used to think like the immune system, if a foreign, substance comes into the body, the immune system will attack it because it's not supposed to be there. And so I'm thinking to myself, we got this boy Trump in here, surely they are gonna see that this is not supposed to be here. And I was wrong because little did I know that, that Trump is an extension of itself and that Trump is not there on accident, that Trump is there on purpose and it's a byproduct and is a result of what America already is and what America has been from the jump, as Chad was saying. So when you when you look at it that way, it makes sense, but it's still a pill to swallow because it's like, yo, I'm living in this world. I'm working with people who really don't give a fuck about me. Like, to be honest, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm interacting with people every day. That at the end of the day, it don't matter what goes on with this man Trump, they still will go vote in a way that truly, honestly, it is for their interests, it's, but it's really not. Like a lot of the democratic shit is like, yo, like we just want like higher minimum wage, we just want healthcare. Like, 
that shit is not that shit like it's good for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But at the yeah, end of the day, they cut the hand and spike their face. They're like they'll they'll literally put themselves in a poorhouse, make sure that we don't elevate to another level. We don't get right there with them. And then on top of that, just one quick one quick pop I want to put in there in regards to Christianity. Another thing that pissed me off about it, I told Tracy last night, when somebody tries to use Christianity within their politics to make a point, all you're doing to me is just doing exactly what they tried to do to us back in the day by making us be docile and getting picking and choosing what you want out of the Bible to keep us submissive to you as slaves and stuff like that. Man, That's what I see. That's what I hear when I see it. So every time I see somebody try to use Christianity in their in their politics, like I, I just see red, it pisses me off. Cause it's like, it clearly states in the Bible, judge now that you shall be judged. But that's that's why it's so hard, Dame, because I feel, I feel you a real Christian. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have no problem with Christianity because I feel like you live that shit out and how you talking about Christian is not oppressing nobody. Right. But I feel like the majority at large they fake Christians because if this was a Christian nation, we couldn't see the things. And it's hard, it's hard, as it's hard for me knowing the history that I feel like when you say you're a Christian and when they say it's Christian, I feel like it's two totally different things. And it's hard to separate that. It really is. Dang. Yeah. No, I, get I know who you are. You know what I'm saying? And I know, and I know, but I can't separate this supposed to be a Christian nation. And 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 what they allowing? I don't know how to work with that dissonance, bro. It's hard. It's hard, bro. Yeah, no, nah, I get it. I get it, hundred percent. And I just I lost my train of thought for a second when it, you know, when it comes to religion. My whole mindset, my posture about just good and evil as a whole is that's not my cross to bear. If you don't, if you don't agree with, you know, gay marriage, for instance, or you plan on marrying another guy. It ain't none of your business. You know what I'm saying? Why are you worried about it? Exactly. Are you, are you are you going to have an abortion? Are you and your wife going to have an abortion? Then why are you worried about it? It's not your business. It's not your cross to bear. Let these people live their lives the way they want to live them. And then when they meet their maker, they can deal with that when this when they get in front of their maker. Ding, ding, ding. That don't mean that I'm condoning anything. That's just saying I want everybody to live the life that they want to live. Christianity is about picking and it's about making a choice. It's not force feeding people what you want them to believe. Free will. It's not what it is at the end of the day. Free will. Hey, what's more, what's more surprising? The fact that all these people voted for Trump or the fact that he was on the, the verge of getting impeached and people kept him in there? Which which one do you think is more surprising? What's that again? What was the question? Think about what you said. Like this doesn't, nothing should surprise you after I've just said what I just said. People voted for him, right? But that was an opportunity to get him out of there and it didn't happen because people kept him in there. So what does that tell you? It, it tells me that they, to, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I understand it now. It's like, we're asking, like we're asking us to like cut off my own hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, I can't do it. Like I can't, it would hurt. It would hurt me. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? So exactly. I feel like I, I understand it now is to be like, it's not a mistake and that that shit benefits them. And then when I sit back and think about how it benefits them, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you align with America, if you align with this, the greatest country and, you know, some of the tenants that on the, on the right, then 
it, I do think some of that is bullshit, but a lot of the oppression, they don't see the, some of the realities that we see. And so mm. they are in a position to be like, well, oh, shit, America good for me. They ain't never, you know? they ain't never gonna see that, bro. Like right now, right now, Haywood, you thinking, you probably saving money up for Remy to go to school. Mm -hmm. Those elitists ain't even worried about, they, they thinking about what school they gonna send their kid to. You thinking about how you gonna save the money up for her to go. They don't care about us. They'll never see us. They will never see us. And that's how, that's what it is, bro. They don't care about something that they don't see. If y'all ain't seen me enough about seven, eight weeks go by, I'll fade away from memory too. That's just how it is. They don't know what's going on and they don't, they don't care. What I know is Donald Trump got me a lot of money back in taxes. Donald Trump give me all kinds of tax breaks. Donald Trump got this lady Betsy DeVos up in there giving iPads to everybody in these schools and shit like that. But our kids in school ain't getting nothing because they don't know how to sign the census. You see what I'm saying? Like it's all jacked up and we've been brainwashed for eons. Trying, you know what I'm saying? Like that's wrong. Our people just don't get it. Our people <laughs> and, don't get it. And, check, and check this out. Hey, well, you had met, you had said all the time, like everybody that is audacious enough to come to me and ask me why I'm not voting for Trump. The first thing I hit them back with is, what is his plan for the second term? Every single time I ask him, what is his plan for the second term? Every single time is met with crickets. Why would you follow somebody that doesn't have a plan for how, where they're gonna take you in their second term? Would, I, would you start a business with me? Jeremy, I need $100,000 to start a business. What's okay. your first question? What's your give first a, question? What, give, give me your uh, business perspective. What's it called? Perspectives? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a business plan. Let's keep it simple. Just give me a business plan. Hey, man, I ain't got that. But if you give me that $100,000, though, bro. You get on my face? I'm going <laughs> to tie you up. I don't know what I'm going to do for you now. But you give me that $100,000, you're going to be straight. I'm telling you. Real N-I-G-G-A that you just said right there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Dave. That worked. That worked for people. It worked for 65 million people. 65 million people got a lot of money. Trump got on stage and essentially told everybody, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Table dance. And they went to the polls and voted for Literally, the polls. Because, bro, because, 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 because the things that Joe Biden was talking about, and you got to listen to this man's rhetoric. They use nothing but gaslighting, ad hominins. Vote for me, suburban women, or they're gonna come get you. Vote for me, or he's gonna be a socialist, or, or so we don't become a socialist country. Most of these motherfuckers don't even know what a fucking socialist, what that is, or communist. They don't know what that is. All they know is they lean on these sore spots. And so conservatives are very good marketers. They know what scares people. But ultimately, the things that are not all, but a lot of the things that benefit that are for, on the blue side benefit everybody. But white people don't want to help nobody else get better position in this country. And that's facts. We got to talk about that shit because a lot of the shit raises the tide for everybody. But this racism is so real in this country that they would rather deal with this president again than to see the uh, equal equitable playing field for people. And that is because, you know what? 
I might not have it all, but at least I'm white. At least I'm not y'all. All them boys ain't racist though. And that's no. that's that's why we can't. Charlemagne said it. Charlemagne said it, bro. Like you can't find, you can't pinpoint what it is that a person votes for Trump for because there's a lot of things that are not just for race. And but everybody leans to that racism because that's the rhetoric that's being spewed. But honestly, you can't help but think it though. Yeah, I mean, there's, man, there's I'm challenging there. that, bro. I'm challenging that. It that's could be wild, unconscious. Because I don't think the people who are voting for Trump are like putting on a, a, a KKK hood and trying to lynch people, but mm. you're still implicit in it because voting, you know, and there you're right. There are many ways you can be conservative, you know what I mean? But mm. conservative in this country and conservative in Canada is not Two the same things. thing. Cause conservative here is a synonymous with racism and white nationalism. You can be a fiscal conservative. There ain't nothing wrong with that. You can be yeah. conservative on a board. That's fine, bro. I'm a moderate voter. Yes. So conservative in I'm talking about conservative in this country is is you can't separate it from racism. They they policies, bro. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm not saying I'm just saying in general, they policies are racist. They are racist and they benefit. Yeah. And they don't see it like that. They don't see that as being racist. Yeah, and I'm not saying if you're conservative, you're automatically racist. But that's but the saying, that's the rhetoric, though. That's like that's the and that's why that's why it's so hard to beat this guy because everything is like about racism. Because I know I know a Caucasian female who voted for Trump mm -hmm. and did not vote for Trump this time around, and it's for every reason that we look at Trump for. This mm -hmm. guy's a fucking asshole. Straight up, bro. Like, how do we have this man running our country? Seriously? I couldn't get anybody else in there to do the job. But that's what it was about. It wasn't about bills and policies, bro. I'm telling y'all, it's not about none of that shit. I can tell every all three of y'all up in here what I'm gonna do for the next four years and never do it. But I'm behind the scenes. I don't say the stuff that I say because I'm trying to be funny or cliche, but I'm saying what I'm saying. We are being distracted right now. We're being distracted. This shit was supposed to be over on Tuesday and dang, you called it because you got to count those ballots. It's supposed to have been over on Tuesday, but it's going to be drawn out into probably, I don't know, Friday, Friday night. Then this boy talking about suing, so it's going to get dragged out some more. This thing ain't finna end no time soon, bro. And while they doing that, something else is happening right now. So we got to figure out what that is. Because look at the Senate. The Senate right now almost changed. Did I see it was like 48, 48 at one point? Now it went down 46, 48. Things are changing. I think it's still it's still 48, 48 right now. See, things things are changing around that. So I'm, I'm telling y'all, something's shaking right now, bro. Something's shaking right now. I don't trust nothing. Them boys try to steal that politician in Michigan. Something's <laughs> I don't trust nothing right now. Bro. It's 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 just different. Like yeah. every what he was saying, but back in like not even you know you know ten yeah. twenty years ago, you know when you looked at a conservative, I never had a, a posture of like. Racism. I think about people like John McCain or or George Bush. They look ten times better now compared to you no, know that, what. Hey, them boy, that boy tied up the percentage in Georgia. Sorry to cut you off. Hmm? That boy tied up the percentage in uh, Florida. I mean, in uh, Georgia. Yeah, I told Dino. I told Dino last night. I think uh, Biden gonna win everything else but North Carolina. Dang it, they. What's up, Chandler? What's up, Chandler? What's up, guys? What's up, man? What's up? 
<laughs> we got to do it though. At the end of the day, we just got to we got to mobilize and come together. We got to do it for we got to do it for our kids. At the end of the day, there's there's got to be I think two sides. You got to take. Yourself. Make sure that self is good. You also got to outside of taking care of yourself. You got to make sure that you organize and you're trying to bring up the people, uh, your people too, at the same time. So we got to we got to play both sides of it, and you know I know we had talked about earlier you know like why people you know vote for Trump because of their self interest with the taxes, but for black people you kind of got to have that mindset. You got to make sure that your house straight too before you can help somebody else. So. Yeah, um, black people you kind of got to have that mindset. You gotta... My bad. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like um, this this need to be a wake up call. And I want people to understand that uh, we living in, we living through a time right now that decades from now, we gonna be talking about. And at the end of the day, we gonna wanna be able to look back and be like, what, what were you doing? What were you doing right. to help? What were you doing to aid the movement? I'm so glad that I've, I could say I shot a documentary um, and that I started, a I had a podcast and I was trying to enlighten my people. You know what I'm saying? Because we're gonna look back on this literally and be like, they gonna be talking about this shit. Yeah, like, yo, the president didn't wanna leave. And the president, for a while I know he's about to start another another party called the, the MAGA this. And they go around, who knows, trying to lynch people, bro. That wouldn't surprise me, though. Yeah, this man is dangerous. This man is dangerous. Like, and they're mad. They're mad. Yes. They're definitely mad. Yes. I, went, I went to pick up Mason at school today, and there were two two white men. They were talking about it. They upset. Fam, I'm glad you said that. I'm sitting this over I'm here. I'm glad though. you said that. I'm. I went. I went. Chopped it up. I went. Chopped it up. I'm talking to the. Uh, I was talking to somebody, a friend, and she was like, "I'm keeping my daughter home from school all week because of this election." What kind of shit is that, y'all? That's crazy. They shut the school down and um, shut school down in Houston. They ain't talking about it on the news right now, though. They shut the school down, man, because these kids going to school calling everybody niggas in there. Yeah, That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, this, this, come on, man. Come on, baby. This like this is like the sit-ins. You know what this look like? I just told Andrew this look like this look like when boys was in in the, in the diners, was in the diners getting food and shit thrown on. Like that's what's finna happen. Like but we ain't. But we ain't our ancestors, though. I know. Like, we need to switch shit up. No, we need to beat their ass, though. When they get out of pocket like that, we need to fight back. We we not our ancestors. Yeah, whoop that ass, and that's what no, that's I don't know about that. Our ancestors were some G's. I don't want to say yeah, that. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. <clears throat> if anything, I was just listening to a video on Fannie Lou Hamer. Man, bro, we honestly some hope. I mean, not some hope. <laughs> Damn, Georgia's tied up, y'all. It's tied up like, well, it's like- I just said that shit yeah. like two seconds ago. <laughs> hey, y'all better start listening. Y'all better start listening to me when I talk, man. But Dan hasn't said it since right. he think Georgia gonna go. Uh, and I don't, you know, as long as Nevada go, but no, Georgia Georgia would be good to kind of rub it That's in. a cherry, that's a cherry on top. Yeah. Bro, Can't my fight point that, is, yeah, my point is, is though, I want to end with this. My point is, y'all, we living through history and I think I just want everybody evangelize everybody to to a let's continue to be politically moved because we know even if this man get in 
some shit about to happen. I already told you, I'm about to get another, I'm about to get another. I had a gun like a long time ago. I'm about to get another piece. Uh, I sold it. I'm about to get another piece. I'm about to, I'm feel so inspired uh, to help my people, to use my gifts as a video person and working in real estate just to, to serve how I can. And I think uh, when we, we, I'm, I'm encouraging everybody, please just, just run your lap. Just do whatever you can do within your circle. Please. What's up, man? Yeah. Like everybody need it, man. Everybody. When that baton in your hand, you better run. Somebody hand you that baton, you better run because we can't afford we can't afford to sit down. We can't be idle. Not right now. Not when we see what we seeing is going on in this country, man. It's we gotta we gotta start showing our power. We gotta start showing our influence. And and also I I dare say, don't be afraid to to speak out when you hear something that you just don't that you disagree with. Do at the same time. I, I know for me, I'm I'm tired of being docile, letting people just say whatever they want to have the audacity to say whatever they want to and me not respond to it because you know I'm trying to you know toe the line and make sure I don't get in trouble. It's over for that. <laughs> the gloves is off like TI. There we go. Let's do it. You said way. Take them gloves off. We don't take no shit no more. I got I got two clips loaded. I'm ready. <laughs> ready. No, well, next, episode, next episode we'll have a winner. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. Next episode, so, what happened? What'd you say? Say next episode, we're gonna have a winner. We got the next president. Next episode, we're gonna have a purge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, gonna be and out, man. This is still Trump's country. You niggers need to get the fuck up out of here. Hey, first of all, they ain't never showed that shit correctly. Because if it was a real purge, black people would have knocked off so angry. Oh, yeah. Black people would have. <laughs> Oh, we would have got it so many white people. Why <laughs> <laughs> you shit, nigga? <laughs> they're not coming to the hood. They, they, hey, they're gonna be fighting each other because they're not gonna be able to. For, they're not gonna be able to find us, and then they're not gonna want to come in there. They better have rockets and shit like that, because boys, hey, they don't want to mess. Hey, a ten-year-old stab you in your kneecap right now. Ten-year-old, <laughs> come in there if you want to. Hey, Jeremy calls Zoe. Put them bows on them. <laughs> yeah, my kid, my kid, three years old, talking about punching people in the face all the time. <laughs> I trained. Yeah, that's what, what uh, Mike Tyson say. Everybody got a plan until you get punched in the face. Yep, and punching everybody in the face. Don't don't yeah. try Chan. Chan a big ass three year old with some big ass mitts. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get out of here, man. But yo, this has been another episode of the Why Not This podcast, man. Keep liking and subscribing. Tell a friend to tell a friend and join our Facebook group. We just Crossed over 600 members on there. So we appreciate that, man. We love y'all. We're trying to get to 700. Love y'all. Peace. Hey, every one of y'all give us $5. All 600 of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Love y'all, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.